Yes, it's Kate Tim and Joel, little bonus podcast for you while we're not really on the wireless at the moment. Taking, a, a, I was going to say well-earned break, but everyone knows that's not true. <laughs> no, absolutely. Just a break. Oh, yeah. I think well-earned. Yeah. We think so, and I think that's enough. Yeah, true. Mm. You need to rest. Yeah, what would, what's your favourite thing to do while resting? Like, are you a, do you lay on the couch and watch the telly, or do you read a book, or do you draw, or do you etch? I like to be <laughs> unconscious. Unconscious. Like, I'm in, like, a sleep, like, not with, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah ma- having a massage maybe might be nice. I, oh. I'm not a big TV watcher. No. I can't sit around. It, like it's a real I sometimes, problem. if I'm watching TV during the day, I'll, like, sleep. During the day? But if it's, on, if like, if I'm watching cricket or something or football, oh, okay. I can't really sit and watch unless it's a big game. So I kind of just perch myself on the side of the couch. Oh, oh so it doesn't look like or you're just stand, sitting there watching the like telly. This, like oh, that's so like you. I'm halfway, to, I'm about to do something, I'm standing like this. Yeah. I've not had a chance to sit down all day, you're like a yeah. mum. Yeah, or I lean up against the window, you know. Oh, see, I love watching like the telly. Yeah. Very, you're doing a lot of actions here. Yeah. If only people could see you. Yeah. Very limber. That's me. Mm. It's all that Pilates. Pilates. Oh, my core. Jesus. Oh, wow. Uh, we know you pay a lot for your PT, so it's working. She's not here at the moment, so. Oh, no. Wow. Well, yeah. Got to get it out in the studio. <laughs> Um, let's talk animals, because we love animals yes. on this show. Wow. Oh, wow. Kate, Tim and Joel. We know we're on record here as Kate loves pandas. You know what I love about pandas, though? Mm. Oh. They look like people in suits. Mm. They do. I've been trying to find that video, but I just haven't made the time, because it'll be on my PC, not on my phone. What video? Oh, your PC. Oh, of, this one? Of... um. No, not that one. That's obviously off the internet. But I have. Oh, that a is a guy in, in a suit. A panda suit oh, playing with yeah, real pandas. Like a real panda. But my videos are of a real panda, but they look like a guy in a suit. I will track that down. I mean, stay tuned, guys. Don't <laughs> yeah, go anywhere. Get, go for a deep dive in the home office. Mm. They're surely there somewhere. Guys, imagine. I just like the day in your home office. <laughs> I know. You know a you fly on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> I would. I would actually watch the crap out of that. <laughs> it's so fun. Yeah. Kate on her PC. Going, What's this button do? <laughs> May teaching me all she knows. <laughs> You've a little panda treat though to finish oh, yeah, the show. I thought you might enjoy this, Kate. A zoo in central France has announced that two of its giant pandas mated multiple times Woo! on Saturday. Very hard to get them to do that. Why? Because they were attracted to each other and wanted to make babies. I wonder how um, they find each other attractive. Yeah. It'd be a smell thing. Yeah. It's it's pheromones. it's animal instinct. That's mm. why we do it too, isn't it? I think so. Partly. Or to fill a hole. And I'm oh I meant like a metaphorical I meant like a metaphorical hole in one's heart. Yeah. Oh, well, sometimes, mm. yeah. No. Um, Juan Juan, a female, Juan Ji. Oh, God, I'm sure I mispronounced them, but you <laughs> no, know, I'm trying, no, that's I'm trying fine. my best. No, you um, perfect. Uh, they were put in contact. It's like I'm watching the United Nations. <laughs> <laughs> if you can watch the United Nations. What was that Nicole Kidman movie, The Interpreter? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here I am. Um, they were put in contact eight times at regular intervals to get busy. Um, according to a press release, Juan Juan was at the top of her hormonal spike. And Juan G was obviously on top form. This is from the press release. Juan G whiz. I know. I wish there was a press release every time I had a yeah, stare. Do they really <laughs> like everybody kind of sharing their private lives with everybody? I know. God, who's doing the PR? Roxy Jacenko. <laughs> uh, They're also in zoos. I don't think they get much control over their life. <laughs> <laughs> do you reckon they'd love to be in a zoo or back out in nature? Yeah. Mm, if you really sat down it. and asked one of them. No, mm. I know. I know what it feels like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God. laughs>
not. Well, no, giant pandas, they have a very short window for breeding. That's why they had to get them they together do. on. Females are only able to become pregnant for 24 to 72 hours each year. Yeah. Oh, wow. Hey. Wow, that's Far the ultimate. Contraceptive, isn't God, it? Imagine if you've got plans on that day. <laughs> oh, I've got tickets to Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. I won't be able to get pregnant this Someone's year. invited you over for Pippi's and Exo. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <sighs> Kate, Tim and Joel. The Secret Life of Animals. This this cat has like a, a double life. Michael... Um, Hubank from the UK has discovered that his cat has a double life after he looked up his neighbour's sale listing for their house. Oh, so I he's, love this. yeah, you know, when you see the sign go up next door and you're like, oh, I'm going to see how many bedrooms that is and what they're asking mm, for it. Yeah, of course. Um, in the photos used to advertise the sale of the house, his cat can be seen <laughs> relaxing comfortably on one of the beds. It's brilliant. It's so great. It's a tiny little room, I have to I was say. say little, I'm not much of a real estate mogul, but I reckon this house is pretty cheap. <laughs> uh, yes, and usually they take photos. I mean, imagine how small that room really is because yes. in the photographs it always looks palatial. <laughs> Way bigger, yeah. And they've got one of those little freedom, not a freedom, but like a fantastic furniture bundle, I reckon, like a bedroom bundle where they get the... The bed, it's so. all matching. And the chests. And what's mm. that um, white rail at the at the where it's the like handrail? Oh, a handrail. <laughs> um, Michael said uh, because the owner didn't shoo his cat out for the photo shoot, he assumed that his cat had has a second home at his neighbour's house. Good assumption. Um, <laughs> oh wow, what a, quite the sleuth. He's a real thinker. <laughs> um, another person replied to Michael's story, saying that their friend's cat always went missing. She knocked on her neighbour's house and saw pictures of her cat in frames in, in the living room of the house next door. So I'm guessing the neighbours thought they also owned the cat. (laughs) Well, that happens with cats because when I was little and we lived in a street and we were there for years, we had a little Burmese Mm. who obviously when my mum went off to work and I went to school, she would head off for the whole day and hang at this place. So when we moved, the neighbour came over and was like, I'm going to be I'm so upset that Bijou's leaving. And yes, the cat was called Bijou. I know. That's that's what I took issue with that story. Mm. Does does your cat, Blackers, does your cat make it work its way around the neighbourhood? How do you feel about that? No, our cat. Your cat doesn't move much anymore, does it? Doesn't go very far, little bricks. Have you seen a photo of bricks? I don't know if I have, actually. I'll text you one. I'll be one of those people. Yeah, great. (laughs) (laughs) Haley, secret life of pets. Hi, guys. Um, I had a cat for about four years. Mm. He was outside a bit of the time, and then he just disappeared for a couple of months. And we thought, oh, God, he got hit by a car. Came back one day. He was fatter than ever. Mm. Stayed for about two weeks and then took off again. And we've seen him in the neighbourhood since. Oh, yeah, really? that's the thing. They just like went several of my partners. Yeah. <laughs> Going for a better feed somewhere else. Oh, yeah. Something to be said for a nice indoor cat. Because obviously it's bad, it's good, bad for the wildlife, letting your cat out and about. Yeah, that's why I haven't had a cat. You've got to put a bell on them, apparently, people say. Mm. A bell? Yeah. Yeah, oh. d- ding, 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 scares the birds. Oh, yeah, I know how bells sound. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Whenever yeah, I haven't, I haven't lost it, guys. <laughs> <laughs> this is coming up with this, Kate, the secret sound. It's funny, though, with the bell, whenever my cat used to go up and down the hallway, I keep thinking Pete and Manu were there. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, good one. Kim, what happened? <laughs> My sister-in-law's cat um, moved next door when she went on a holiday to Bali and he's been there since two years. She still takes him to the vet, but he just lives next door. Oh, so she pays all the bills. They're happy for him to live there, but they don't want to take on all the responsibility. The cost. Strange arrangement, but they're all happy. 
work. Yeah. Could work for people too, really, yeah, couldn't that's it? Right. I really got, got some good calls here today, girls. Uh, Michael. The next one. Hi, guys. Hey, mate. Hi. Super life of pets. Hi. I'm a vet, um, and oh. I had a client bring their cat in for uh, abscess surgery, a cat fight abscess. So I did the surgery, and part of the post-surgical um, care is you need to keep, keep the cat locked inside for about 10 days. Anyway, about two weeks later, um, I had another client bring their cat in who had that they've had for years. And they were curious because the cat had disappeared for two weeks and they had this big area clipped up on its back. And it was the same cat that I'd done surgery on two weeks ago. We looked up on the street. They lived two streets away from each other and they both owned the same cat. They both thought they owned the cat. Thank you for summarising. Did you get it? Kate, Tim and Joel. Do you get it? Yeah, I get it. Maybe you have a big regret after. No, I do. It was excellent. Um... Just because I've been kind of uh, looking into this kind of area yeah. of late. Um, investigative journalism. Yes, there are a, a lot of people who may regret the fact that they paid $9,000 for a cavoodle during COVID. Oh, yes, they were very expensive. A cross between a, like a spaniel kind of dog and a, um, a poodle. Right. Got, very popular well, in some that, parts of the country. Well, isn't that a spoodle? There's so many different kinds. Oh, right. Is this it? I'm bringing it's it It's kind of a full-time job trying to work it out. Yes. I mean, oh, they are so cute. super cute. You know who, who walks them? Ladies in yoga pants and puffer vests. Oh, yes. You've got to be in PE Nation to have one of those. <laughs> oh, that's yeah, right. I get it. The cheeky Chardonnay at 11am when everyone's <laughs> finally at work in school. Hanging out it's with the dog at home. It's a secret between you and the cavoodle. <laughs> um, James Temelin. Mm. No, Jane. Sorry, that's not James. Um, Jane, who adopted, she ad- adopted a chimp named Lucy in the 1960s. She has revealed. <laughs> fresh story from the internet this month. <laughs> <laughs> Slow news day or something. No, why is she talking about this I now? Don't know. Oh, it's, this is hindsight. So she adopted a chimp in the 1960s, and she has revealed that she regrets that decision. Now she adopted Lucy when she was only two days old, and she gave Lucy every human comfort. She slept on a king-size mattress. This is Lucy. Yeah. Had coffee, oatmeal, orange well, juice. Coffee's not for everyone. No, absolutely not. Some dandelion tea. Yes. <laughs> um, for brekkie, the chimp even learnt how to make herself a gin and tonic. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Squeezing the lime with her teeth. When the chimp reached puberty, she began uh, unpredictable. She began... <laughs> that's not me. That's what... I'm reading it from the sheet. She... She began, began unpredictable. That's what it says. So I'm going to say it should be saying she began to act unpredictably. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. She became, well done. She quite, became quite unpredictable. <laughs> Nothing gets past you. I like the insert word here, game. She became unpredictable. Okay, and Jane decided to release her into the wild, but she was unable to adapt to the wild. And now a student named Janice ended up moving to Gambia and living in a treehouse, trying to encourage her to mix with the other chimpanzees. Mm. So, of course, poor old Jane Mm. feels as though she's destroyed this chimp's life. She kind of gave it too many comforts. She now regrets that she took the chimp in. A human comfort. Yeah. A comfort for a chimp. Absolutely, I agree. It's like Joel's budgie. You don't give that a a macchiato because you seem to like them. People think juice is something from Michelle's patisserie. <laughs> it's cute to start with because it's, it's a bit not. of a trick. Yeah, no, but people do that stuff. It's like when you go to the dog shops and they have outfits for the dog. The dog doesn't want to wear a bow tie. Yeah, but they're not drinking a Cosmo either. Like she's giving them 
gin and tonics. Uh, Debbie, pet regrets, what do you got? Oh, a couple of years ago, my husband desperately wanted a miniature pig. Oh, so, they are very cute. Oh, very cute. Teacup I, piglets or something? Is that what they're called? No, no, just a miniature pig. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so brought it down from Sydney, picked it up from the airport, uh, got him home. Husband called him Leonardo. Very cute. <laughs> Made the mistake of feeding Leonardo in the kitchen. Oh. Um, and so Leonardo wanted to pretty much live in the kitchen. Mm. Um, he, yeah, one day I was popping out to the hairdressers one afternoon. Uh-oh. Hubby was gardening in the backyard. I said, now watch Leonardo because he's <laughs> only little and he can still fit through those fence posts to the pool, the pool post. Oh, oh no. Very hadn't grown up too big. Oh, no. And Hubby's like, yep, yep, no worries. I'll watch him. You know, he's my baby. I love him. Off I go to the hairdressers, spent a fortune on my hair, lovely, straightened, beautiful. A lot of detail in this story, yes. <laughs> great hair, great hair. Great hair, yep. Yeah, great hair. Get back, drive into the backyard, scan for Leonardo as you do, mum coming home, checking on her baby, couldn't see him anywhere, looked over to the pool and here's Leonardo floating in the pool. <gasps> what, on I a banana lounge? Yes, well, no floating <gasps> upside down with his little nostril just above water, barely breathing. Barely breathing. Wait, wait, a one-word answer here, Debbie. Alive or past? Oh, alive. <gasps> oh, oh, hey, Thank goodness. Oh, wow. Thank Very goodness. nervous there. It was a roller coaster of emotion. Kate, Tim and Joel. And we are talking about the animal kingdom. Hello, I'm David Attenborough. And you'll be disgusted to know what we're about to do, David. Well, I don't know if it's disgusted. I think I think it, it, it's, it's educational. And what I saw today on the internet, I mean, look, there are so many things floating around, but I have never quite seen anything... <laughs> like this and at least I can bring it to the table because it, it is like I said it's about the animal kingdom but wow we would you say wow. it uh, took your breath away it did you know what it did take my breath away because wow. the that... headline the weirdest undercarriage and I'm thinking of course oh. you clicked on that <laughs> yeah we were in the home office when you were looking yeah. at I was 10 o'clock oh. last night <laughs> I was thinking oh okay well I'll have a look at that of course you will um, the University of Queensland researcher, Dr. Steve Johnston, has co-authored a study on the very strange and unusual undercarriage of the Australian animal, the echidna. Can you read right. your page with it on the ground? But look, but it's behind <laughs> like, the why, computer. Why do you have to do this? Why do you have to read like this? <laughs> well, you know what? I'll fold it over then. I'll do this. Shakespearean play. Um, it was the best of times. <laughs> it was the worst of times. It's because I'm trying to keep my eyes up. Um, okay. I don't know how to deliver this. Show us. Do you want to see it now? Let's get the the reaction. Put the long phallus on the screen. Oh, my God. Tree trunk. Is that real? Oh, my God. No, it's not the size that is worrying me. How many ends does it have? It looks... looks, Oh, Maddie. Oh, my gosh. I mean... It's like a little. Ha- it's like a it like, hand. It looks like a little hand. Because it's four I fingers. Echidnas have that down there. It's like okay. Imagine this: a paw. Say your dog's. You've got a tiny little puppy dog, and it's your mm. dog's paw, but they've taken the nails out and waxed it. 
Oh, gosh. Now, is it out always or does it retract? I would imagine that retracts because would, why wouldn't we have seen one before? I mean, yeah. I know echidnas are rare, but when you see them scurrying along, that would be dragging behind the body. That's the length. Yes. Oh, I mean, you know, all bodies are beautiful and all that, but oh, my gosh. It's a... If that, that, if that echidna rocked up on a grinder little uh, hookup, would you send it on its way? Or I'd would you... say we need to get to a GP right now, mate. <laughs> because it's kind of like, I mean, we don't really need to go no. into any more detail because I, I just don't know how it kind of works. But the the um, <laughs> the very long phallus makes up a third of a third of the mammal's body. It's bright red. It has four endings. Yes, four which, endings is what's hey, concerning. Hey, oh, this, is, this is about to answer my question. They can all be used for reproduction. All four ends. Oh my God. So I don't know all at the same time, or I don't know what's going on. The study found that the only creator God understands the organ and why it is so bizarrely shaped. Dr. Johnston said the echidna remains a poorly understood species, despite being widespread in Australia. I don't that, learn much about echidnas apart from the fact that they're spiky. We didn't need to bring religion into it either. But, but, but what he's saying is it's like, well, why, why does it look like this only God understands? Or knows, because God is the creator of all. Well, well whoever he or she is, <laughs> yes, that's it. Lisa, um, what's your unusual body part? Cool, thanks. Um, her, her unusual body part is no ears, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Georgie, your unusual body part. You've seen a few. Uh, hi, yeah, I'm actually a trained zoologist. Oh, yes. Um, and whenever... Somebody online sends me an unwanted picture of their undercarriage. I actually send them a picture of the echidna penis, and it works without fail. <laughs> Kate, Tim, and Joel is a Nova podcast. For more great comedy shows like this, head to novapodcast.com.au.